Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode Reviews, where we look at the latest comics and other media featuring the Transformers. In this episode, Dark Blaster takes center stage as we review Transformers Shattered Glass, issue number two from IDW Publishing. Today is Friday, September 30th, 2022, and this is episode 305 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that knows that if you think about Transmissions Declassified, it must still exist. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hello. How you doing? And Scott, the illustrious Dr. Pants. Hello, everyone. Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. We really appreciate all your support. Thank you for continuing to help us out. If you are not a Donatrion and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up either on Patreon or PayPal. Get lots of perks, uh, extra content, and some merchandise at the higher levels. So lots of good stuff to check out. Uh, This week, we've got a couple of bonus episodes. We've got coming up next Monday, we've got the uncut version of Empire of Rust, our Transformers live play RPG podcast. We've got episode 86, Nobody Expects the Spider Inquisition, and this is the bonus early uncut version of this episode exclusive to Donatrons. Uh, this will be out Monday, October 3rd in our Patreon exclusive feed. So if you are a Donatron, you'll get that early. You'll get to listen to it early. Of course, don't spoil it for everyone else because they won't get their, the episode until the following week on October 10th when it goes in the free feed. So uh, but it's a bonus for all you Donatrons. Fighter Inquisition is the worst kind of because <laughs> it's spiders yeah spiders are adorable <laughs> yeah i'm in the minority with that i'm sorry <laughs> yeah no i don't i don't think you're getting anyone on board with that <laughs> <laughs> spider-man maybe <laughs> uh this is episode 86 uh 1986 studio series 86 all right. Uh, also, uh, this week we did have episode three of We Like Big Bots. So that's our also another uh, Donatron exclusive show that is also available on our Patreon page right now. So you can check that out. Uh, this week, what did you guys talk about, Dr. Pants? We talked about a bot that's not big in stature, but big in our hearts. It's Cyclonus. Uh, Daryl and I have a couple of different figures there we wanted to go in and talk about it because there's been a really good figure put out recently and a lot of other really good figures in the past so we spent some time talking about that and as always we have a blast just sitting bsing about toys and hope you're all enjoying it too please get please give us feedback on this too because daryl and i want to know we want to know how we're doing and also what you want to hear about okay well that's all our announcements and let's jump into our comic review All right, we are reviewing Shatter Glass 2, number 2, this week. 
And this was written by Danny Lore, art by Dan or Daniel Kana, colors by Thomas Deer, letters by J.K.M. Wood, editor Riley Farmer, super, supervising editor David Mariette. And there are four covers this week. Uh, the first one, um, well, the first one we'll do is the one that comes if you buy the toy from Hasbro Pulse, and this is by uh, Casey Collar and. If we have a separate colorist on here, but it, it looks absolutely amazing. It's Shatterglass Blaster, and I believe that's Eject, um, just shattering the glass and going into action. I think uh, it's rewind because Eject is dead in the story. He doesn't have the little recording thing. Like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I bet. don't know. It, the red one. <laughs> so, Rumble? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> one, of the, one of this humanoid cassettes, the red one, and I think it looks cool. the The colors, um, I think because we had to get this image from a PDF that was watermarked, it, it, the colors might be a little bit off, but I think it looks really cool in terms of just the blue, the like the lightning bolts and I was just going off the, the white of blaster. And I think it's a really impressive looking cover. Um, the next one we have is cover a, um, this has a sound wave and blaster and their minions fighting cover. A was, um, done by Daniel Kana did the interior art on the book. Uh, cover B is a shattered glass blaster just been in some discs and uh, having a good time being a DJ. And this is by Zoner Himu. And then um, finally we have the retailer incentive cover. And this has a uh, blaster just holding Megatron's head while he's got a martini in the other hand. His minions are kind of, looks like they're cleaning up a little mess after recording. And this is done by a friend of our show, Winston Chan. So awesome seeing him getting one. And I think um, that is all the covers. So Dr. Pants, let's start with you. Which one of these would you pick? As usual, they're all really good. I like them all a lot, but cover B, the the coloring, the light work and everything on that, I love that cover. It looks really, really good. It's one of those covers that I look at, I would love a print of that. I think it just, it looks great. Uh, Blaster's proportions are a little different than Blaster normally is. He doesn't look as blocky. He's looking much uh, sleeker, much slimmer, but I, I just love it. Plus, Seeing Blaster doing what he does best, even if it is Shatterglass Blaster, but just, you know, partying and playing music and everything. That's it. I love it. All right. Charles, how about you? I think I got to go with cover A, the Dan Connor one. That's the uh, the action shot. You know, I like the the sound wave versus Blaster square off there. I think it that's a cool image, especially you've got you know the, the cassettes sprinkled in there fighting each other as well. Uh I just I really like that action shot and uh 
of course it matches the story. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Yeah. I have to agree with, um, with y'all. I mean, the, the covers, they're all really good this week. Uh, I will probably also go with cover a just because it relates to the story. It's a, it's a great image and it's got shattered glass ravage who we, we know is superior to regular, regular ravage. Because- <laughs> oh, Oh yes. And also maybe this is giving us a hint about shattered glass sound wave and what he might come packaged with. Because mm. it's, it's blaster and eject and then sound rewind. Wave. Rewind. Sorry. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Crap. We just did this. But then you've got two for Soundwave, so maybe, maybe. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, they, they were all good this week, and um, I am, I'm still happy that Winston got cover on this final series. So. Um, you cannot go wrong picking any of these covers. Mm-hmm. So, now, All right, let's get into the summary here. The Decepticons have taken over Gold City renaming it new Kaon, and in the rubble uh clinch and gut cruncher are clearing away some unaware that blaster and his uh cassettes are spying on him. suddenly rewind shoots clinch in the head knocking him into a wall which ends up on top of gut cruncher then rewind lights up a spotlight on blaster as he enters the stage just in time for slicer and rodimus to also arrive on scene Rodimus demands to know where Blaster's been. Uh, as one of Ultra Magnus's deep cover agents, uh, Megatron's recent attack and then the defeat of Goldbug um, pushed Blaster into some hiding. So Rodimus doesn't believe that and just calls him a deserter. Slicer reminds Rodimus that they have a job for Blaster to infiltrate Soundwave's radio station to download whatever he can and to just mess up the Decepticons uh, communication. Blaster accepts the mission and decides to go and make a grand entrance with the Decepticon. Rodimus thinks that uh, Blaster is just going to mess us up like he messes up everything, but Slicer insists on giving him a chance. Rodimus walks away, reminding Slicer that uh he knows how the wreckers deal with failure. At the Decepticon base, Blaster orders his uh, remaining cassettes into action. And as they pass Megatron and Jetfire talking, Blaster remembers Eject's death at the hands of Megatron. He then uses some sonic abilities to mess with uh, both Jetfire and Megatron, making them argue with each other. After watching Megatron and Jetfire for a while, Blaster moves on looking for uh, looking for Soundwave's secret base. Blaster eventually finds it, breaks into the system, and then lets Slicer know that he's in. Only Slicer already knew because Blaster didn't exactly sneak into the system and uh, Slicer's dealing with reports of guards talking about a sonic attack on Megatron. Soundwave enters a room, finding Blaster, and tries to to talk Blaster out of fighting. It's unsuccessful, and Soundwave is unable to talk his way out of this. Blaster then gets word that 
it's time for them to leave and explosions that have been planted start going off all over the Decepticon base. Looking for a quick way out, Blaster has hit himself in his alt mode against the wall where uh, Flame War sees it. And in and she quickly alerts Megatron, but not before Blaster lets out a sonic attack to quickly um, escape the the surrounding Decepticons, and he finally makes it out into the wastelands where Rodimus and Slicer are waiting for him. Rodimus asks if he remembered to destroy the headquarter, and Blaster replies, no. He downloaded all the information, but then he left when Slicer told him to. Rodimus judges this as a failure because both parts of the job weren't complete. And then he realizes, then Blaster realizes that he's been set up and under a nearby, uh, under a nearby tarp are the corpses of Blaster's remaining cassettes all put down by Rodimus right before Rodimus does the same to Blaster, letting him know that this is how the Wreckers tolerate failure. But it's not all um, useless as Blaster takes Blaster's head and can get the information from there. So that is the end of this book. All right. So, um, this book, it was really slow. If Daryl was here, I'm sure he would have hated the book because there was very little action. However, I really like the characterizations here, the character work. Um, with Blaster in particular, I mean, because it's his story, but even the, the Rodimus and the Blicer, I... I just I love the ruthlessness at the end of the book with um you know Fleischer was trying to give Blaster an out and he just kept doing his own thing and Slicer in the end just stands by while Rodimus, you know, offs him and then just takes Blaster's head and does what he needs to do. And it just it's ruthlessness that we don't normally see in a Transformers book. So I um I just really enjoyed that and it was more of I guess a thriller kind of story in my mind. And that's the kind of story that like I, I love the action books as much as anyone, but obviously not as much as Daryl, but anyone else. <laughs> um but I really get into some of these that are just more, you know, slow moving, moving and you're trying to see where the pieces are going to go. And I just, I really dug that. Uh, art wise, it continues to be great. Uh, I love um, the the coloring and, and the art. I think it looked great. Um, particularly Soundwave. I think, I think Soundwave, looks really good in this book. Um, Rodimus at times, like particularly when he's far away, he looked a little off, but up close he was fine. Uh, so yeah, I mean, all in all, it, it, it's not the 
the best of the Shatterglass books we've seen, but you know, it's still it's a it's a good book. Um, and continues the story. The story continues to be really interesting. Uh, and one th- one thing I'll give this book is it's the only time in Transformers fiction I can remember you have a cassette player alt mode sitting there and someone noticed it and noticed that it was out of place. <laughs> yeah, because Claymore seemed and was like, is that, oh no, alert Megatron. And, <laughs> you know, too late. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in the other Transformer story, she would have picked them up and brought them further into the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, that that's what I, I think of the book. Uh, Dr. Pants, let's get into what you thought. So it was an interesting read because in the beginning I was actually not really feeling it. And I was like, all right. Cause I, I wasn't digging the characterization of the characters. Um, like I know it's shattered glass, but it's still hard to kind of separate and be like, well, it's, it's Optimus prime. I know what he's like in my brain. I know what Rodimus is like. I know what blasters like, but it's, it's a different universe. And I was having trouble, but um, you're right with it being slower. And I don't mind that sometimes if you can do a good job with, doing the character writing and the dialogue, then I don't need a bunch of action if I'm still into it. And as the book went on, I really, really grew to like this interpretation of blaster a lot because he's, you you feel bad for him throughout the whole thing because he's not a warrior. He's in this because he basically got screwed over every step of the way. And now he's here and he's trying to do, he's trying to do something that he can do. You know, messing with Soundwave, which is something he really wants. He's got personal vendetta against. And in the end, like, oh man, Rodimus kills his cassettes. Like, he murders his cassettes. What a jerk. I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, those are like his children. What are you doing? And it's, it's, oh, it's heartbreaking. But I really enjoyed it by the end. And I, I kind of like this and I'm going to be honest. This is the first issue of shattered glass I've read so far. I have oh. them all. I just haven't read them yet. You're in for so. a treat. It was much like, especially the first one much better than I was. Expecting. Okay. Well to see, and after reading this, I'm kind of excited to, to read it and whatnot, but I do like the fight between blaster and Soundwave. I like that Soundwave tries to appeal to blaster. Like we don't have to fight. We we can we can work something out, and it just doesn't go that way. But I, I don't know what else to say. The artwork was really good. I liked all the different colors and everything that were going on here. They did a really good job. Um, with just the way the book looks, I really like it, and I like I do like how ruthless Rodimus is. There's something about that I like. And is it me? Or do the evil Autobots seem way more terrible than the normal Decepticons? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it just to show, like, the Autobots normally are so good that when you flip the switch, they become so evil that, like, we're doing this kind of crap? Because, oh, my God. It's bad. It's bad. Well, it's, also, it's the goatee. It makes it even worse. <laughs> yes, the goatee. <laughs> It's always facial hair. That's what. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> that's why I shaved. Yeah, that's why right. Charles is the good one. <laughs> right. But 
No, I liked it overall, and I'm really excited to now go back and read like the Shattered Glass one and read the rest of Shattered Glass two. Cool. All right, uh, Charles, what's your thought? Uh, I agree that the 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 character work was really strong in this issue. I I really enjoyed this. Uh, the art by Dan Kana and, and colors by Thomas Deere was great. Uh, yeah, they're, they, uh, you know, Dan Kana, it's, it's, it's interesting cause he's a longtime Transformers fan. He actually got, I think he, he got a letter and some artwork published in the G1 Marvel comics when he was a kid. And now he's doing official art for Transformers. So it's, a, that's a great journey. And he's been at a few TF cons too. Uh, I think I, I talked to him at C2E2 a few years ago. Yeah. So it's it's cool to see him here, and then Thomas Deere, also a cool, an awesome artist and colorist. He's, He's been great. at a few TF guns too. Yeah. So yeah, the art was great, and yeah, Danny Lore continues to do a great job with the shattered glass interpretation. I I really think it's interesting how the you know it's 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 holding a mirror up to the personalities of the Autobots and Decepticons and just tweaking them, but you're they're still recognizable. Like this this is Blaster. <laughs> Blaster, where his his you know fun loving persona is just a facade covering a mountain of insecurity, is a very interesting take on Blaster, and uh, I thought it was really well done. Uh, yeah, tragic, sad, sad for Blaster. He gets he gets off at the end of the issue, but um, it was I think it was a really really well done story and well told story. I still don't under. I mean, I know. There's the whole slicer thing with that's an action master that was a repaint of action master wheeljack but then i'm still confused like is this is it is this wheeljack who just like has nickname is slicer now or is it just a different character or is it like if if slicer is evil wheeljack is there a good wheeljack who's a decepticon <laughs> i don't i don't know i i am not clear on the whole shattered glass character thing <laughs> yet uh, but that's my only kind of nitpick. But I think the whole the ball book is good. Yeah, and evil Rodimus is good. The goatee, the Rodimus goatee, to so that you know he's evil is <laughs> great. Um, and he was really yeah. This is this is this is this is a really evil Rodimus, as you guys said. It's just you know he'll he'll just shoot you without even thinking about it. So yeah. I want to bring up one thing with him that bothered me and I didn't realize until I was looking through it again. He gets mad at Blaster because Blaster didn't destroy the radio setup and he's like, you did half of what I demanded of you. If you go back and look at what he asked him, he never asked him to destroy it. He asked him to take care of it. Um, Blaster was (laughs) okay. No. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, Rodimus is a dick. You didn't give it a hug and whisper nurturing things to it like well, you were did. supposed I mean, to. I mean, he did something to it, but he doesn't specifically say destroy it and the offspring, like, you failed. It's like, what? Well, you didn't say. This is not... You gotta be more specific with your instructions. I mean, Fair enough. Being... I guess I guess I won't murder you. <laughs> See? You need some diplomacy in the evil Autobots. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that is our review of Shatterglass Two, Number Two, and I think I mean, 
it's weird that the Transformers universe is uh, IDW is ending on a alternate universe story and uh but I mean it's still ending on a strong note with like the, the story has been pretty good. So mm-hmm. yep. I'm looking forward to number yep. three. Okay, and that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Uh, as always, we give a shout out at the end of every episode to our Masterpiece Donatrions. These are the folks who contribute to our Patreon at the highest level, and we really appreciate it. So thank you once again to John 4X11 Good and Demon Tech 82. We really appreciate it. Uh, Dr. Pants, thanks again for joining us this week. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find your stuff online? It's always a blast being here, and you can find me and my friends doing the Nerdstradamus thing, nerdstradamus.com or youtube.com slash nerdstradamus. YouTube is our main output for all of our fun gaming videos and all of our streams. Make sure to check out the streams. It's usually twice a week. Wednesday night is our friend Punk. He's usually doing stuff, and then Friday night is usually me and my co-host Lambo doing things. We usually post on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere that when we're going to stream, so just keep an eye open. And also, I post it in the Transmissions Discord, so make sure to check there under the gaming thing when we go live. But please, come check it out. Join us. Chat with us. We like to talk to people when we're there. Nice. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, Go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Mm